Welcome back to you and your money. And for those who've just joined us, we're talking healthcare this evening. My guest is Clayton Samsudin. Clayton, I'm going to go straight to emails. We've got one from Marie in Scarborough. He says, please, can you advise me? My father had a medical aid policy with Discovery, and he recently passed away and had some savings left in his policy. I've asked them for a statement, and they will not give it either to me or the broker what will happen to the money. Well, I, I probably can answer this one. Since the medical aid account balance forms part of the estate, the credit will be passed into the state's estate and then be distributed in terms of the will. You also need to point out to the executor that any contributions made to discovery after the date of death of your father needed to be refunded. Then Clayton, an email from Donovan in Michalisburg, he said, sadly, I have cancer and the traditional drugs are not working. There are new drugs that have come out and my medical aid will not pay as these are not approved in South Africa. However, they are approved in the UK. Anything I can do? Yeah, so um, firstly, sorry to hear about the viewer's um, condition. Uh, secondly, is that um, uh, the oncologist is able to submit a motivation uh, to the appeals committee at the relevant medical scheme. Uh, you'd recall the tumor that I've had. Same thing happened in my case. We submitted a, an appeal. It was approved and I've got my chemotherapy and my cycles all done. Um, the other thing is that, you know, importantly, we back to the gap cover component. So certain gap cover plans do provide cover for biological drugs, new innovative drugs, as well as the cancer co-payment of 20% that's on most medical schemes. So it's important, again, to consider gap cover with your medical scheme. Now, if it's a pre-existing condition, uh, those rules have changed. So previously, if you weren't gap cover and you had a dreaded disease, it would be excluded for life. Now, of course, it can only be excluded for 12 months. So I would suggest that, you know, the, the viewer uh, joins gap cover and would then be able to claim 12 months later. Okay, but Clayton, not every gap policy is the same as Good each end. other. Absolutely. Give me, give me and, and I always say, if you're paying less, you need to ask the question, what aren't I getting? So give me, just give me some, give our viewers just some idea. What are the different, um, what, what are the differences in, in, in a very simple, plain gap cover cost and a more e extensive? So, look, I think uh, at the base, at the core, yeah. you could buy gap only, which means it only increases the specialist rate of reimbursement up to, let's say, 300%. Uh, that could charge, that could charge about 160, 140 rand for that. Then, of course, we get, let's say we move on to the mid type plan. It, it's starting to look a very similar to medical schemes. So in the mid range, we now start to include co-payments, sublimit cover, deductibles, and so forth. Uh, and that could be around 360, 312 rand. And then we get to those that now start to include uh, the cancer benefits, the premium waivers, the accidental death, uh, uh, casualty benefits that I mentioned earlier. And now we're starting to look at, let's say, 400 uh, plus to about 700 rand. Uh, remember that those that's uh, older than 65 is going to pay more. Uh, and an interesting scenario is, um, uh, you know, the complement complementary thing of gap cover is that some medical schemes don't offer international travel, where some gap cover options do. So you have to look at your medical scheme options um, and look at the benefit structure in that option and then match your gap cover, uh, i.e. to make sure you're covering those gaps. 
And, and are, are GAP companies that provide GAP cover, are, they're not the medical aids, are they insurance companies? Yeah. Are they geared up? You know, medical aid is geared up to pay claims. Mm. I mean, they get so many claims every day. Or insurance companies aren't geared up to be paying these, these claims, every, are they, are, but are they, are they paying? Very efficient. Very efficient. I tell you, a gap cover claim, if it's handled correctly, so there's a few things you need. You need to have uh, the payment that uh, the member had made. You need to have the claim statement of what the medical scheme paid. And then you need to have the statement from the provider themselves. And once you have those three, if you have all three, then of course uh, you can get that claim paid within two days or so. Um, so we typically, our clients have uh, use us with their medical aid and their gap cover. When we get the claim and they see it short paid for some reason, they'd send it to us and ask, you know what, is this an eligible gap claim? And if it is, we run with the process as their consultants and surprise, surprise, um, the funds are paid. Because your role really as the healthcare specialist is not to deal with day-to-day -day claims. It's the more difficult ones where you're not getting, you know, the call centres not helping you. Yeah. I mean, we still say to people, use the call centres to do normal. It's your job comes in where there's a problem. It's, Help um, them with that problem. It, it's a bit different with Phoenix, uh, Brian. So we did, we've got this hand-holding approach. It doesn't matter what your query is, what you require. Contact Phoenix. We'll sort it out and that's the end of it. So whether you want a card or it's a claim that must be submitted or reimbursement, we just deal with everything A to Z simply because people get sh shunted from one end of a call center to another and, and, and therefore we rather do the running around. Yeah. Well, let me just make the point, and this is very important, uh, as I said to Clayton, if you're paying 150 for gap cover, understand the shortfalls. It may be sufficient for your requirements, but understand the shortfalls. If you're paying five, six hundred, understand the benefits. Clayton, does it cover the whole family? Yep. So a gap cover can actually cover your entire family. Yep. And some options, by the way, uh, do cover the children if they're studying until age 25. So that's a really important benefit too. Yeah. Well, Clayton from uh, in Robert in Belita says, I've been on a medical scheme for 10 years, lo 10 lo 10 for longer than 10 years, and I want to change to another scheme. Will I get automatic ongoing cover for all ailments and pre-existing conditions without exclusions and waiting periods? So based on that information, I could gather that um, there would be no break um, in within two years and no three months, 90-day break. So, But I think what would apply, not what I think it is going to apply, is a three-month general waiting period uh, and that would mean in that three months you are unable to claim uh, other than for PMBs. So you'll have PMB cover but not other cover. Now that could be a difficulty. Yes. Because some people, so, so Clayton let's just go back to, to that question about the gap cover. Mm. You mentioned that they, you know, you, where you get a policy and you get an exclusion, yeah. here if you've had a claim it has to be reinstated. Yeah. Under a gap policy. Um, just repeat the question. No, uh, look, you've got gap cover. Yes. And you've now had a claim. Yeah. Come 12 months later, they've yeah. got to reinstate that cover. Yeah, good. Whereas yeah. under a dreaded disease policy with an insurance company, once they've paid for that particular ailment, they may continue the policy, giving you all the other mm. covers against any critical illness or dreaded disease, but exclude that particular Correct, one. Correct, yeah. yeah. Clayton, Warren in Walmart says, do medical schemes have to pay for COVID-19 booster shots? Is it a prescribement of benefit? And with so many different illnesses covered under the section, how does the normal medical aid member know what is covered and what is not covered? So very good question. So yes, COVID booster shots is covered by PMB. Um, and I think that's great for everyone. 
Um, and then, of course, how do you know what's covered in the PMP environment? So the simple thing is you just Google, you know, prescribed minimum benefits, Council for Medical Schemes, and you'll be surprised the information is right there. So it will give you the list of the 27 chronic conditions as well as 271 treatment pairs. Very important because there's actually 270 conditions that must be paid for by the medical scheme um, and that's important, which will apply in that matter we mentioned earlier with the general waiting period. So during that period, the client would have access to chronic as well as to um, the 271 uh, prescribed minimum conditions. Look, we, we've been tending to do a lot more for our viewers on healthcare because it's such a big part of yeah. your budget. And it's the, it's the one item that, you know, as you get older, school fields fall away. Mm. Hopefully you've got no more debt, your home's paid for. Yeah. The, best, the most important thing is to have a good healthcare program. But that healthcare program into retirement is increasing. Yeah. And people are really finding that it's not, it's increasing at a greater rate and costing them more out of their budget. Mm. And as we get older with lower interest rates, as I said at the beginning of the program, that's a real problem. But let's just deal with one more email from Felicity in Winchester Hill. It says, please explain when it's time for our children to come off our medical aid. And if they do, do medical aids offer options for younger people? What cover do you suggest a younger person in the early 20s should have? Yeah, sure. so again, uh, you uh, would recall earlier on I mentioned that some gap covers cover the kids up to 25 if they studied. Uh, same with medical schemes, not all of them. So some of them do still charge the minor dependent rate up until age 25, some up to 27 if still studying. But if they charged uh, adult dependent rates, so that means the contribution is going to increase significantly. In that case, they should come off the parents' medical aid. Why? Because they don't need the level of cover if they are healthy without ailments. And the answer, yes, there are medical schemes that have got specific options for students. And believe it or not, um, this, uh, you know, just for the viewers, uh, we have Momentum and MediHelp. So we've got MediHelp at 702 Rand um, for a student plan. Uh, and that's really a saving for, for I think, parents uh, noting that they now still have to pay for university fees and stuff. Okay, I think that's something we need to make sure we carry forth in the next program, this particular yeah. question, particularly for children. Clayton, if they want to get hold of you, I don't know if you, where do they get hold of you? So my email is Clayton, C-L-A-Y-T-O-N, at phoenix, P-H-O-E-N-I-X, G-R-P dot C-O dot Z-A. Lovely. I think the biggest misunderstanding in the healthcare industry is gap cover and hospital plans. Whilst they provide for certain events, they do not replace medical aid totally. They are, on, they are add on to maybe a lower medical aid plan. Do not make this type of decision by reducing your medical aid cover and buying a gap policy without discussing this with a healthcare broker. It's important to note that, our, that there are a lot of gap covers available, some offering more benefits than others. Clayton, once again, thank you for joining me this I evening. Appreciate. It's important to note our program is to provide information and should not be construed as advice. Next week's program will focus on estate planning and if you need to get hold of me, my details will appear on the screen. Thank you for watching and good night.